So the book title is called A Complaint is a Gift. And really the way that you, that it teaches you and the way that what I took out of it was you look at complaints instead of like a hassle or a bother, you look at it as a gift. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Becoming a Pharmacy Badass. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Foss. I'm the founder of Diversify RX, and I am so excited to be able to help pharmacy owners make their pharmacies more profitable. It is certainly possible. Um, having a thriving pharmacy is not only for a select few pharmacy owners. I truly believe that every pharmacy owner can be profitable and thrive. We just need to discover what works for you. So my topic that I wanted to talk about today is one of my favorite books that profoundly changed the way I did my business. Um, I'm an avid book reader. Uh, I'll probably do a, a top 10 list or something one day, but uh, many times when you read a book, you kind of read it and you're like, oh, that's good ideas. Those are good ideas. And then kind of goes back on the shelf and you don't really change your habits or change your behavior. Well, this book that I'm going to talk to you about today, I definitely changed my behavior and it changed the entire way that I approached certain aspects of my pharmacy business and every business that I've owned since then. So the book title is called A Complaint is a Gift. And really the way that you, that it teaches you and the way that what I took out of it was you look at complaints instead of like a hassle or a bother, you look at it as a gift. The fact that somebody took time out of their day to actually tell you about what's wrong now gives you this wonderful opportunity, not only to make it right for them, because that can make you the hero in their eyes, but actually it lets you know what's not working in your systems and in your business. Um, and it opens your blind eye. We all have blind eyes in our pharmacies, just like the Febreze commercial says, you get nose blind to smells, you get eye blind, you get just awareness blindness in your business for things that aren't working. And if you don't have people that complain to you, then you have no idea that these blind spots exist. And so actually what you want to do is to create a culture where complaints are welcomed and even encouraged where you ask for complaints, not only from your customers, but your employees, your vendors, the other companies that you work with, you're constantly asking for ways that you can improve. And instead of looking at a complaint as a negative, you look at it as a gift and that is the title of the book. And so um, this whole new perspective and your complaint resolution is really what profoundly changed the way that I behaved in our pharmacy. And because we started to act a certain way whenever we got a complaint, not only did we, again, make ourselves heroes for those peoples where we fixed their problem, but we also created this energy and culture where we welcomed complaints and our employees um, welcomed it too, because they were no longer blamed when a complaint happened. Um, it was, it was usually a system fault. Rarely was it a person fault. It was usually a system or a process failed. And that's, that's what triggered the complaint. That's what triggered the bad experience. Um, and it wasn't an individual's fault. Um, every once in a while you run into something where, you know, maybe it was something individual, but most of the time we had good employees. 
uh, that it was a it was a systems problem. And so you really want to be made aware of this. You want to know your weaknesses because you can't fix what you don't know. And complaints are often the way that we find out that we have a weakness. And so I highly recommend you get this book. But really what I did, so I'll kind of go through my complaint resolution problem um, with you um, from a patient perspective, saying you got a patient complaint of some sort. Um, yes, there's always going to be com patient complaints that, you know, are invalid. You know, they complain about their high copay or something like that. Um, and, you know, you're, you're going to have to tailor this to, to those kinds of things. But when somebody complains about a process, somebody could, you know, a medication was left out of their bag. They came in, they picked up four and they should have had five or something like that. Something where, you know, you really did kind of mess up, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a big mess up. Uh, you know, how you handle, you know, misfills or things like that sometimes can have legal implications. You want to make sure that you follow um, the right advice to this. But so we're going to focus on kind of that business just practice and processes complaint. And so when we would get a complaint or maybe somebody transferred out and you called them and say, Hey, you know, why Mrs. Smith, did you transfer out? And then they tell you about this complaint. Um, so first off was to one, listen and truly listen, not just be quiet and let them talk, but really listen. And it's very hard, especially in the beginning. You want to be defensive. You get defensive. It is natural. Your shield barrier comes up and you're like, wait, 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 we really aren't that bad. Um, but it's really important that you really listen and take that in because although sometimes people may exaggerate or they may perceive things to be different, probably somewhere in there is a string of truth of what's broken in your business and how you need to fix it or what you need to improve on in order to fix it. And so that's the really important thing is like, I hear you, I understand you, and kind of repeat back to them what you heard. Um, a lot of this is easier on a phone call, but can definitely be done by email. I did, I've done a lot of complaint resolutions um, via emails and those kinds of things, but a phone call is generally always gonna be better. So pick up that phone and talk to the patient or talk to the whoever's giving you the complaint. But first of all, is to listen and really be interested in what they have to say. That genuine and authenticity does certainly come off. And so ask questions. Say, is this the first time that happened? You know, what, what, what else happened? Does this always seem to happen when you come in in the evenings, but not in the mornings or, you know, whatever the case may be. And you can say, I am really sorry you had that experience. That is not the experience we want you to have. I think it's really important that, you know, we're humans, we're going to make mistakes. Um, businesses are owned and operated by humans. Businesses are going to make mistakes, but one apologize for the bad experience. And that's part of owning it. Um, that person experienced a bad um, experience with your business and whether it's true or not is really kind of irrelevant. It's their perception and their perception is their reality. So it's really important that you just own it and you just apologize that they had that experience and let them know that is not the experience you want them to have. And let them know that um, you want to improve, that you're taking what they're saying very, very seriously, and you would love their help in, in helping them improve. And sometimes the way that I did with patients when, if they were transferring, I said, hey, that was a really bad experience and I would probably transfer and move my business somewhere else. And I completely understand that. Um, however, if you're open to it, I'm going to take what you do, what you're saying, and we're going to go fix some things. I would love for you just to come back in next month, completely on me, um, and maybe just buy something or have an interaction um, with our with our um, employees, you know, whatever it happened. Um, 
I won't charge you, you know, I'll give you a, a credit on your account or whatever, but just come in and let us know if we fixed ourselves. Um, let us know if we've improved. Um, I'd love the chance to earn your business back is another, another way to kind of phrase that. Um, you know, I used to, uh, there was a few times where I had some disgruntled patients that I actually hired back as like secret shoppers. They actually loved that. They loved that we cared enough to not only want them to come back, but to follow up and see if we've actually improved. And that really won them over. And that, that was a big thing um, in the book, A Complaint is a Gift, is that how you fix a conflict can actually make people fall in love with you. So being perfect, being a perfect business is not how you make passionate customers. It's how you make happy customers, but maybe not passionate and raving fan customers. But when somebody has a bad experience and you turn a bad experience into a great experience, now they're they're suddenly passionate about your business um, and they actually can become a raving fan. And so it's a really good opportunity to, to turn those negatives into super positives, not just regular positives, but they become super positives. And so if you, if you feel like you're kind of lackluster or you've hit a, you've hit kind of a bar in your customer service and you're kind of not sure it's going to take it to that next level, um, highly recommend picking up the book and going through it and then talking to your staff and, and getting people creating a space where people can submit complaints to you. Do you have a way for patient feedback? Um, there's tons of patient feedback or customer feedback programs out there that can be anonymous. They can be non-anonymous if the, if the person giving the feedback wants to. Um, there can be little you know, drop boxes of envelopes and paper. You can go old school or you can go fancy with technology where you scan a QR code or something like that. But have a space. Do you have a space? Do you have a way to collect feedback? Because chances are your customers have feedback to give you. If, and if you're like most independent pharmacies, you're probably doing most things right. People are going to say lots of great things about you. Um, and those are always nice to hear. But honestly, those are not what's going to make your pharmacy better. It's going to be the complaints that make your pharmacy better. Because now you know what your weakness is and how to improve it. So my step would be, one, get the book and read it or rent it from your library, whatever. Two, um, make sure you have a way for people to give you feedback, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, um, give them some way and, or maybe a combination of ways. Maybe there's the, the digital, maybe there's, um, cards or surveys you send out. Maybe there's a little, uh, suggestions box in your pharmacy, have some ways for people to give you feedback. And then you actually have to listen and respond to the feedback. Um, every month at the end of the month, we took all of our suggestions that we got, all of our feedbacks, whether good or bad, and we shared it with the entire staff. That way the staff got to hear all the great things and they also got exposed to the things that we need to improve on because it's not good enough if you, the pharmacy owner or the manager knows, everybody has to know. Everybody has to know what went wrong last month, what went right, and how do we fix what went wrong and how do we do more of what went right? And that is how over time you create this extremely high performing team that is highly engaged in their job and truly loves helping and getting better and loves getting that positive feedback from the patient. So um, I hope that was helpful for you. Uh, it, culture and, and customer service levels, they're kind of some of those intangible things that it's like, you know, they're important. You can kind of feel them when you're in a place, um, but you're not really quite sure how to do the tangible steps to improve it. So hopefully that gave you some insight. Again, highly recommend the book. The book's title 
title is called A Complaint is a Gift. Um, I forget the author's name. Um, I'm terrible at that kind of stuff, um, but you can just, you know, Google it or go to your local bookstore, or Amazon and, and get the book. Um, but A Complaint is a Gift. And if you, um, if you've ever read it or if you read it and then have some follow-up questions, um, feel free to post it below in the comments or reach out to us on social media. Um, you can always email me at info at diversifierrx.com. And we are happy to help you and answer any questions. And I can share other things that I've done, um, as well as a result of that book. So hope that was helpful for you. Um, I look forward to hearing how you're able to improve your customer service and your culture, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.